Boom goes the dynamite part due. Here we go. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards show with Sean Gurk run here on 103.9 FM.com. It's a finally Friday, a free for all Friday, a fun Friday. Sean, what's something else that you can rhyme with? What's got two F's that we can, or what's got an F that we can put in front of Friday? It's, it's kid, don't, no cuss words. I see. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just, okay, well, now I can't is, talk. Is it, is it an F and Friday? F and Friday. F and Friday. We can do that. Took my whole vocabulary from there. It's a Fafo Friday? Five. <laughs> I like F, oh, how about you want to F around and not find out Friday? Like, that's what we should try to do. F around and not find out. I made a video the other day for my Instagram to kind of bolster a little bit, and I was telling the story about how, about how DJ Scrap Dirty and Kamikaze had uh, told me I wasn't going to make a, ever make a penny with this Save Jackson stuff, yeah. and they were going to make sure of it, mm-hmm. and how that that's been the fuel that has fired this whole this whole thing. Okay, and I said, I guess really what happened was I effed around and found out. Yeah, uh, I mean at the end of the day, yeah, I, yeah, I guess you did. I effed around and I found out they ain't crap, and uh, now I'm bigger than they are. Yeah, I mean, I did see I did see Kamikaze post something on uh, Facebook that I meant to send to you now. I can't remember what it was. It was something about Drake and videos. I don't know what this Drake video thing is going on. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Apparently, Drake posted some video. Everybody's talking about it, and I haven't even looked at it yet because I'm old and don't really care. I brought Drake. <laughs> you to, know, I brought I brought Drake to Jackson. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. I did him at, did him at my club, and he's still here. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't leave. I remember when when uh, Drake and Chakwe finally got a picture beside each other. Oh yeah. The first uh, the first thing that came to mind, I think it was a Cat Williams skit about how a Chrysler 300 really do look like a Bentley until you see one beside a Bentley. Yeah. And I, so I posted the picture and I said, a Chrysler 300 really do look like a Bentley until you get beside a Bentley and it's still just a Chrysler 300. Hmm. Gotcha. That's funny. So anyway, this segment brought to you by Martin's Downtown. Guys, get out there. Enjoy the plate lunch. I went yesterday, uh, me and my buddy Corey. I made him get the country fried steak. We were we each ate about half of it. It was that big, not because it wasn't good. I was like, man, if I was going anywhere, if I was going home from here, I would have taken it to go with me. I didn't want to make his truck smell like smell like country fried steak for a week. He's He got lucky. Anyway, get over there. Tonight is ribeye steak night at Martin's downtown. They're open every day, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. right there on the corner of North State Street and Pearl Street. I think they're having a big, uh, like a pig roast or some kind of thing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah, got it pulled up here. Thank you. It is a big pig roast. They do a big old party down there on Super Bowl Sunday. If you're looking for something to get out and do, Get out to Martin's. Let me just read the uh, caption here. It says, uh, we're serving up the ultimate pigskin. Uh, that's, that's, that, I see what they did there. The mm. ultimate pigskin on the most important football day of the year. It's our Super Bowl Sunday pig roast. Just waiting for you to score a juicy plate. $14 a plate and all proceeds from the pig roast go to a nonprofit hogs for a cause. Now, doesn't that feel good? That does feel good. Mm-hmm. That does feel good. Let's see here. Let me, uh, let me see if I can find out who's playing tonight. Um Okay, sorry, I, I can't quite see who is playing tonight, but look, check the check the website out, martinsdowntownjxn.com. And again, the menu is as good as, I'll put their menu up against anybody. All right, so Hayden Hunter and the, and the yearly trials will be at Martin's tonight. Hayden Hunter and the yearly trials. I know his father, Ellis. Anyway, 
Get down there. Check them out. Martin's downtown. JXN.com. Oh, let's see here. All right, Sean. We... We're gonna let's talk about this Biden stuff. Yeah, that's where we got to go, right? I mean, it's it's you know there was there's been so much news this week nationally that and it and it looked like at the beginning of the week it was kind of like a good week for the Democrats that were kind of trending and then slowly slowly and then this happened yesterday afternoon. I was at work and, and this kind of just came out of the blue, right? I, yeah, I didn't know it was coming, so I had you know I got this TV mounted in my office and you know I usually have the news on and it comes across and I'm like special oh clears Biden what's what's it gonna say and then they and then this. And I had CNN on, actually, and they had the anchor start reading it. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like, it was just so bad. Abort mission. Like, abort. Like, what did we say? Like, it was – and I was like – so then I just kind of stopped everything I was doing. I was like, I've got to, you know, dig into this. And it got worse and worse and worse. And then Biden eventually gave a, a press conference yesterday afternoon in, you know, response to this. And I, that made it ten times worse. I have some audio queued up from that press conference of him sounding really – Really bad. Let's see here. We got we got about three different clips. This is the first one. It's about thirty seconds. This is him getting very angry because you know people with dementia they get very angry when they get frustrated. This is <laughs> that scientific fact there. Mm-hmm. They, they also like ice cream. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Google it. I don't know. <clears throat> Google wouldn't lie. All right, here we go. When you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Did he say I'm not the most qualified person? I think he said I. I think he got that right. Why does it have to be you now? What what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Because I'm I'm not as qualified the person. I I thought he said he was the most qualified, but let's let's one more time. That you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States. I mean, we know what he's trying to say, but it sounds like he's saying I'm not to me. Um, I I got got two more short clips here. Yeah. That's a, one of these may be redundant. I'm not 100% sure. I was trying to set this up during the break. So y'all bear with us. Raise that. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Oh, let me tell you something. Real Some quick, of you have comment. I wear hold on, a hold on, hold on, hold on. He said he's so he's referring to his mental capacities. Is it's, that what he's referring to yeah, there? Is he referring it, to the document? I, can't, I don't it's, know. It says it's none of their damn business. I think his mental, well, either or. Yeah, either or, right. Either or, yeah, okay. True. Uh, either or. It's definitely America's business. And when you just, when you, you've told us it's our business, if it's about the documents, because of what they're doing with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell us that's not about the government's business. And when you do the same thing, it's suddenly not be about the government's business. Yeah. All right, let's finish it real quick. It's the day he died. Every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Maybe he was talking about Bo Biden. Every- he freezes up right here, y'all. It's it, it's sad. If if I if if I had a shred of sympathy for Joe Biden, this would be sad to watch. But I Memorial don't. Day, we hold a service remembering him attending... All right, we've got one more clip here. This is a short one. I think that... Uh, as you know... Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did 
did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. They talk about Gaza there. So, sorry. So, does does every does every foreign dignitary name be CC and BB? What are the odds? I guess they're almost like Southern grandmas and grandpas, yeah, right? <laughs> like Mimi and TT and Papa and all that stuff. All right. So, so Joe, Joe's. Can we agree, Sean, that his mental? I mean, let's let's remove our politics. I mean, can, I don't think can, I've ever disagreed we, with that. I think it's yeah. very. I mean, I don't know that you'd have ever disagreed about that. It's a. It's been obvious to everyone. I think. Um, you know, and let, let me just set this up. What happened for people that are listening that don't know? So there was a special um, counsel appointed to investigate Joe Biden's handling of classified documents, and it was a man named Robert Hur was who was a um, Trump appointee to um, the U.S. Attorney's Office, and then Merrick Garland, the current Attorney General, appointed him to investigate this as special counsel, like independent counsel. And after a year investigation, when they conducted about 147 interviews, I think it was, and countless documents that they reviewed, they chose not to – his recommendation not to indict the president on mishandling the documents. And the reason that they chose this is because you know what he said was that you know, Mr. – I'll quote him here. Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did in our interview with him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Um. It was, you know, and the problem, he said that Biden couldn't remember things like when his term as vice president started or where it ended, when his son died. He called himself the vice president again the other day. I think so. And, you know, and this also, I don't know if everybody remembers, this is a week where he's made several mix-ups, one referring to the French president as Mitterrand, who died in 1996, and then the former uh, German president or prime minister, Helmut Kohl, who actually died in 2007. He made those kind of missteps that actually, that occurred earlier in the week. And then now this, you've got the special counsel saying, essentially, like, this is a thing that we use in court, like whether you're competent to stand trial. And he's saying here, the way I'm taking it, the president, in his opinion, was not competent to stand trial. And what that means is like, do they um, know the difference between right and wrong? And are they effectively able to um, assist their defense attorney? And do they understand the nature and the purpose of the legal proceedings against them? That's kind of what I thought he was saying there. And then he also would be sympathetic towards a jury. So, you know, really, Clay, uh, Joe Biden would have been better off being indicted for this than what this says in in my from a purely political standpoint because at least he was indicted he said look they're doing the same thing to me as they did to Trump and it's a witch hunt from the it Republicans could, or it could actually, whatever it could actually be played well it could be played very well but now you've got this report that says yeah he's just he's just not competent enough to to be prosecuted and you know it's a devastating political blow to uh to president biden and it then late then the the worst part was so he gave this responsible well, no clips you were playing this responsive press conference and what he does and i watched it again last night he gets up there and he starts reciting things he had memorized you know like he's like section 214 or whatever and he starts going through like you could tell he'd obviously practiced the stuff with staff prior to the thing and it reminded me of and i know this is you know we're dating ourselves here but in 2000 they as saturday Night live did these debates with um you know George W. Bush and Al Gore and Will Ferrell infamously played George W. Bush, and it was a it was a recreation of the second debate. In the first debate, George W. Bush had didn't know leaders of other countries' names. It was a big joke at that time that he couldn't recall leaders' names. Well, obviously, in the second debate, in real life, he'd actually practice names of, of people, and the you know, and so like Will Ferrell mocked this on Saturday Night Live, and <laughs> and he would say like, um, you know, Jim Lehrer was doing the debate, and he would say, uh. 
uh, like, uh, Governor Bush, uh, who was the, um, you know, like, what did you do when you went to Nigeria or whatever? And he said, well, I met with Asunbe Amagandro and Kandangwe Alango, and he'd go through all these Nigerian names, and then Jim went to Vice President Gore and asked him a question, and then <laughs> Governor Bush would raise his hand, you know, Will Ferrell's character, and said, um, Jim, do you want to hear any more Nigerian names? You know, because <laughs> he would, like, just get to memorize all these names. practicing them. He'd been practicing them. That's what it reminded me of, listening to Biden, it's like they had practiced all these name or this stuff for him to remember but then he didn't even get that right because he was referring to the um president of egypt who's um abel al-sisi and he called him the president of mexico in this and this is like his response press conference to his memory issues that the special counsel's talking about and then he calls the president of egypt the president of mexico so it was a it's an absolute political disaster for him and I, there's just no way around it and with you know with a country that's already 70% says that they feel like he's too old to be president he has these constant missteps that we see things that he says you know this week again like a reference with um Francis Mitterrand and Helmut Kohl comments he made and now he's here so this is a this is a this is a breaking point clay i think at at this is uh, where you know they're gonna, the Democrats are gonna be, have to be full court press to get them off the ticket. That, that's my opinion. Let, let me ask this: You got a friend of yours, Will, who's yeah. very just kind of dying the wool, does as the Democrats say, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Now, Works you, with the, you, yeah. you have been able to talk him off cliffs sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Have you talked to him about this? Yeah, we talked about it what, extensively what, so, yesterday. So I, you're you're really more in the middle. Yeah. Then people want to give you credit for. Mm. Him. Will's not. And, no. And, and no, neither no. am I. Yeah. On the other side. How, what is Will's thoughts? He was saying uh, last night. He's like, "Well, he's like, what are we going to do? I mean, what, 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 what? There's nothing you can do. It's, 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 it's inertia." He's got a point. What his point is this: the presidency is sheer inertia. And like, how do you like? You've already anybody. I'm whether you're Republican or Democrat. Once you're president, you want to stay president. Sure. You know, it's just like those people that say, "I'm not running for president because I want to spend time with well, my family." Like, like Chocolate wants to stay mayor. Yeah, he wants to stay mayor. You've got power. And, you know, like people say, I'm not running any of them, any of them, you know, people run for office and then they don't run. They say, well, I'm going to stay because I want to spend more time with my family. Yeah, right. So you want to be dad and not president. I don't buy that. No one buys that. That's because you probably did something. That's the reason you're running for president. So nobody's going to give it up easily. And it's not just him. He's got a whole administration. They don't want to give it up. Like it's that power. So that's what you've got to break apart. Like how are you going to that's the power structure of them. And the inertia of that towards the nomination—that's that's the and that was Will's point. He's like he's like it's an unstoppable force. Like you can't just replace him. And my of course I countered with this in 1968. LBJ was up for re-election and he withdrew during the primary season. Now he withdrew voluntarily, and at that time Bobby Kennedy and I think it's Hubert Humphrey, right, or, or Eugene McCarthy, I can't remember. Anyway, the um, were running, and of course Bobby Kennedy was killed that year at the day of the California primary, but. Um, but LBJ withdrew. Right? So there's historical precedence for it on the year of the election. In 1968 was election year. Obviously, um, Richard Nixon won that election overwhelmingly. But well, the, uh, I, I think we, I think a lot of people agree that Trump's going to win this election overwhelmingly, especially if it's against Biden. I mean, I think this. You if know, you're power hungry, you may want to try to get a, a suitable candidate in there that's got a puncher's chance against Trump. Well, yeah, I, I think you know this really. This to me, this this could do it. This is that bad. Yeah. This is that bad. But you know, if you look at the generic ballot, a generic Democrat, of course, taking it like beats Trump. If you look at the generic ballot, so they're better off. I'm not saying he's going to beat Trump. That's yeah. just what the generic ballot says. So if they're better off with anybody 
other than Biden, any, literally anybody that's yeah. a Democrat than they are right now with this kind of stuff. And, you know, the point was 70 when you got 70 percent of the public, forget about what you like Biden's policies. You don't like them. You think he's done a good job. You don't. It doesn't matter. It, he could do the best job ever this year. But the perception is that he is not up to the job and you can't you can't beat that. That's not going to change. And it's not like they're doing anything. It's getting even worse. So I, that's that's a perception problem that he's got that he just cannot overcome. And that's where I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, the, the Democrats have to come, come to Jesus meeting with him and say, you know, you got to go. I don't think that he's going to, though. I, I know everybody's like, well, this is the time. I don't think he's going to. But don't forget. We'll see. Don't forget. Twenty twenty, I think uh, the Democrats uh, edited, you know, did some work on the 25th Amendment, mm-hmm. made some changes. So they could did they? Get, I can't remember. I yeah, know. Pelosi and that bunch. Towards it, did that actually pass though? Because yeah. you have to have all this. I don't. I don't I have to look it up. I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Check, check that out during the break. Mm. But I want to say the Twenty Fifth Amendment has been freshened up, where they can get rid of the president that's a little a, easier. That's another issue. I'm glad you brought that up. Hold hold that thought. Sure. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into. The Clay Edwards Show. Guys, if you're out car shopping this weekend, get down to Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs. Go see my friend, Mr. Brian Schufelt, running that running that operation down there. Good, God-fearing man. Uh, I've known Brian for about, shoot, man, 12, 13 years, give or take. Just a good, good dude. I didn't know he was running that place till uh, Miss Mary Joe Perry corrected me on something the other day. So I do appreciate that. Anyway, get down there. If you're looking for a vehicle, and specifically in that ten to twenty thousand range, something that's gonna be good, dependable, you know, it's gonna have a little bit more miles, but it's gonna have been recon, checked out right, any repairs that need to be made, made. That's gonna be your place. Also, they do indeed have cash cars, but man, they don't last long. So you gotta get you gotta be on top of it. Also, also, they have financing available for every credit situation. Good, bad, ugly, Jackson pothole size, whatever. If you if you got a job, you're most likely going to leave in a car. You're going to need a little bit more down payment. I'm just going to tell you from my personal experience. You can't, you know, it's like being ugly and mean if you're a girl. You can't be both. You know, if you got bad credit, you're going to have to have some money down. It just is what it is. Just be prepared is all I'm telling you. That was I improvised there. That is not on this ad read. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point. You know, people with bad credit, man, I feel sorry for you. You know, man, I ain't got no money down. I got bad credit. Well, man, you can't be both. You're gonna, ha- you know, you're gonna have to figure out something. Uh, anyway, get down there this weekend, Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Shop them online, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. And you know what's great about them is, of course, you can donate your vehicle too and get a tax write-off, running or not, as long as you got a clear title. You're going to get a tax write-off on it. My 1099 folks out there, my business owners, uh, you got a fleet of vehicles. Don't worry about selling that nonsense on uh, Facebook Marketplace or any of that or having to deal with 50 people. Contact Brian and the team down there at Mercy House Auto Center. Get it donated. Get you a nice tax write-off. Uh, just missed being able to get it in last year, but you're going to need to file your taxes this year. Go ahead and take advantage of it now. And look, all this goes to help put fathers back in homes and beat addiction by funding the Mercy House Teen Challenge Rehabilitation Center. And that, my friends, is putting your money where your mouth is. 
All right, Sean, let's take Adam's call real quick. Yep. Hey, dude, sorry to mean to leave you on hold that long, but we were rolling. Yeah. Sean, I want to ask you something. Do you think Joe Biden's got dementia? Um, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I, I assume something like that, right? Dementia, early onset, or not early. I guess he's 81, so it wouldn't be early Alzheimer's. Some some sort of mental impairment, though. I mean, it just I mean, just based on observation. Is dementia and Alzheimer's not the same I, thing? I, you know, I had a conversation with a friend it, on the drive different. over here. And yeah, they're different. And a friend of mine and I were talking on the drive over here that his mother's got it, and she's you know she's like almost ninety. We were talking about the ages because sometimes Alzheimer's you can have early onset, and it's starting like in your fifties or so and something like that. But um, it's a different. It's it's just a different thing. But I, but I don't know. One of the two, I would assume. I don't know, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how to evaluate that. But it's it's obviously okay, some sort of mental impairment, I would think. How come? Well, who are they got? Here's what what I think it is. They got to put Kamal. They know Kamal has no snowball chance. Right. Yeah. Besides them, who's next? Um, I you know I don't know. I think you know they're gonna have to go through that analysis. There's a yeah. I know that you know you'll hear a lot of things like Gavin Newsom, and, and I don't, but I don't think that that's gonna be the. The, be the I possibility. Think it's it's going to have to be Gavin Newsom. Who else is it going to be? Um, well, there's you know you, there's other people think like. Think about this: you get him in front of get you get RFK Jr. on the left, Biden in the middle, and Trump on the right. He will have a nervous breakdown the first twenty minutes of the first debate. It wouldn't last that long. You talking about Biden? You mean Biden wouldn't? Well, I mean, I don't Biden. think that is RFK going to be invited no. debates. I don't know. No. Yes. Not. Yes. He. Yeah. Yeah. He has qualified. He has qualified for the debates. Okay. That's great. Okay. I didn't know. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't think. Biden ain't Biden ain't debating. <laughs> I mean, I think he. That's How a good point. Not? I don't know. Did, you know? He that's, that's that's a tradition that's went on. Well, for, he declined the Super Bowl. A, probably he declined the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm telling you, he ain't got it in. They, it doesn't. It doesn't. Look, man. You, if you think that anybody on their side cares if he debates or not, for the most part, you ain't been paying attention. They. What about the, 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 it's the not rules? Independence, Clay. They don't care. Like, well, like, I think with this report, he may have lost a lot of independent. I, I just don't see how he would. Now, I'm not saying those votes are going straight to Trump. They may go to RFK, but um, and Trump still has you know a, a significant gender problem. But I think the um, that that is definitely when you're talking about independent voters. This kind of report is so damaging that that this could push them you know completely to Trump and to RFK. I, I, I think RFK. I, I know there's some people that say that this bit RFK hurts Trump. I, and, and until to a point it does, but he hurts Biden so much worse. He hurts he hurts Trump right now. But when they really start to get uh, policy talk, when it comes to abortion, the environment, then then people are going to shift towards him from Biden's again. It's not going to be from Trump's. Yeah, but that's I, well, just my I, personal opinion. Well, I just think you got a lot. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thanks. I think you got a lot of sane people. I know we love to joke about Democrats all being crazy. <laughs> I think you got a lot of sane people who sit there and say, "Man, obviously, I'm not voting for Trump. This guy's a nut job. Well, I mean, I mean, he's lost it." I'm going to talk about myself for one moment here. You know, I, I, that's the way I feel. Like the um, Kennedy becomes very appealing. It, you know, the um, I was listening to you. We built Anna Kasparian on the Young yeah. Turks, and which is a liberal program, and I watch it and and. She's kind of had the same position I have. What where she was talking about that? This is before this report. This is like two nights ago, and she said something that I've always felt that she's angry with the Democrats, right? Because of continuing to put, and she's a Democrat like yeah. I am, to push this. Well, like, it would be like it'd be like our side being angry. I want to paint a picture here for folks if they shove Nikki Haley on us. Yeah, yeah, and that's we, a good point. Different, right. different setup, different she's circumstances, got her mental capacities, right? But it's somebody we don't want that does not represent what we feel like. They should. Yeah, we're, and we're, we feel like we're being forced to accept something that we obviously 
see as a problem that he's got you know mental you know, mental faculties that are in decline, and you're pushing this and you're not allowing for any primary, and this is what we got to take. And, and you know it's kind of like what happened to us in 2016, why I felt about Hillary Clinton. I'm like, I don't want Hillary Clinton. Like this is like you know that's why the Bernie people voted for Trump. Yeah, I mean because they were like this is just was, this was a rigged process that you guys the DNC did. And, you know, I think that's the way a lot of us that are least responsible in my mind, and that's what Kasparian was saying, that could obviously see that the president of the United States is not in control of himself or doesn't have the capacity to continue to function. And it's obviously the people around him that are doing that. And so can we have somebody else that's going to represent our values or the things that we believe in that's got their stuff together? Like, what is so hard about that? What is so hard about it? Also, the other thing, and she didn't bring this up tonight, but I brought this up to Will in a conversation last night. In 2020, Joe Biden ran to the De- to Democrats and independents that he was going to be a bridge to the next generation. That was his selling point. I am a bridge to the next generation. It wasn't that I'm going to be president for eight years. I mean, and I'll give Will credit this. He told me at the time in 2020, he's like, oh, he's running for re-election. And I was like, well, maybe he's saying he's going to be a bridge. Will was right. I was wrong. You know, I was thinking, okay, you're so old that you have agreed that you're a bridge to whoever is the next Democratic leadership, which I should have known better considering Democrats are real bad about you know, young leadership. Everybody in the party is so old, and they don't, and they just kind of hold on to it. Barack Obama, and people don't realize this, was kind of an anomaly. He kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, to, to become you know the presidential nominee and then eventually president. But generally, I mean, you know, Democrats, the power structure is is very elderly in that in the party, and so Biden, of course, he's running like Will said, running again for reelection, and it's this sheer inertia and, and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, that to me, I'm, yeah, I'm angry about that. I think that that's just irresponsible. Do you, uh, just uh, kind of in closing on this particular line of thought, do you think he would have stepped aside if if uh, Hunter was not in the trouble he's in? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't. So, I, don't I think he's a I think, point. I think it's. I think it's. I don't see him as a father of the year type person that I, that really cares. But I'm just curious if that could be playing. Or, I mean, or do you feel like he's because okay? Here, here's the deal. If we're playing. People love to say uh, somebody's playing chess, the other person's playing checkers, 4D chess. If I'm if I'm the puppet masters that are clearly controlling Biden, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Obamas of the world, the people behind the scenes, the people who forced him to pick Kamala Harris instead yeah. of whoever he wanted to. If, I, if I'm that crew, if I'm that crew who feels like if Trump comes into office, we are going to jail. Mm-hmm. But for what we've done to him and the other things that we've done that they know about. Yeah. If, if I'm just in, what is it, protect your PYA, protect your ass? Yeah, CYA, CYA. No, cover your P- – Yes, cover. Yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I'm in full-blown CYA mode, mm-hmm. I'm like, we've got to get Biden out of here. we got to get a puncher's chance or we are going to jail. I mean, it's all got to be all gas, no brakes, um, whether it's Newsom. I, could, I think Newsom cleans up good, and he could say a bunch of good things. His resume's terrible. He's got a terrible resume. His a resume's resume. terrible. That's... But he can look you dead in the eye and lie about all of it and tell you that you're crazy. He's a, he's crazy. He's a... He's an amazing politician. Yeah. He's a, he's a man. He's a great public speaker. He deflects better than I've seen anybody being able to do that. Now that whole debate, if anybody watched it between him and Ron DeSantis, DeSantis had the better facts, but the presentation of, of Newsom was far better. And it, his, almost, li- his were, lies were better. They were just better. And like you come across, if you don't know anything about the facts or understand it, that you're like, well, Newsom probably won because DeSantis just didn't present as well. I think that probably a little bit different versus Trump because Trump's a little bit better presenter than DeSantis mm-hmm. is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so in pure politics, Newsom's a good guy, but he doesn't give you as a Democrat anything 
more than you've already got. You're going to win California. What what do you what do you need Gavin Newsom for to win it? You know, you don't need him to win it. You can you're going to win that already. Man, you need Newsom to resonate well with white males outside of California, and I think he does. I'm just telling you this. It's a, mm-hmm. so I, am I going to vote for him? Absolutely not. Yeah. But it, but does he know how to say things that make my ears perk up and mm-hmm. say, "Man, you know, it ain't that bad." Yeah, but then I look at his resume. Right, you know, you're also going to need somebody. I think, uh, I think he would resonate well with the black crowd. I think he can. I think he can dance that dance. He probably can. I, I think he could. He could probably go into South Carolina or somewhere like that yeah. and do I mean, well. He's straight. That matters. Well, it, matter, it mattered. It in 2020. I mean, you saw Pete yeah. Buttigieg got like three votes in South Carolina. Yep. So right. yeah, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, Boykin Contractors, Florence, Mississippi. Let them come out and give you an estimate today for a new deck or any type of remodel project or repair project you got at your house. Um, They do it all. They're licensed. They're contracted. They're insured. They can do roofing, remodeling, additions, repair work. They're all over the metro area. And they're a Christ-centered company. Based on honesty and integrity. And when you sell somebody you're a Christ-centered company, you hold yourself to a different standard. I'm a, I'm a Christ-centered radio host. I hold myself to a different standard. I'm 100% pro-life. I am unwavering. 100% pro-life. I hold myself to a different standard. Uh, a little off track there. My ad reads have gotten ridiculous. I cannot just read a piece of paper anymore. Anyway, <laughs> check, check them out, man. Uh, Bryce Boykin and his team. They're gonna come out. They're gonna get taken get you taken care of. I, what I recommend doing is go to their Facebook page. It's Boykin Contractors in Florence. I don't you search locally. I don't think there's another Boykin Contractors. And look at some of the work they've done. Because to me, when you do a service like that, your before and after pictures are, are, are that's your calling card. The good reviews that's your calling card. They got all that over there at Boykin Contractors. Give them a call today six zero one. Nine five one seven three three six. Grab that pen and paper right now. Six zero one nine five one seven three three six. And look, man, don't don't let me oversell the decks. They do other stuff too. <laughs> they make repairs too. Sean, you got a ceiling falling in? They can fix all that. I do need my deck fixed. I do need that. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right, let's jump back into this conversation. Yep. Uh, Boykin Contractors. Look, so excited to have them on board. Let's let, let's keep on with this. Let, let's read a few texts because I've been promoting the text line all day and I haven't read a dang text. Oh wait, we got Jerry on hold. Hey Jerry. Hey man, <laughs> just uh, jump in on y'all's conversation about Joe Biden. But before I do, watch the Tucker Carlson Vladimir Putin interview. <clears throat> I finished watching it early this morning. Man, we, it just goes to show that we are being run not by the president that's in office, but by our three-letter agencies that are continually doing things like color revolutions, and they've been doing this for a long time. And I have more trust in that interview with the foreign president than I do things that are coming out of our State Department and uh, other things right now. Um, but going back to what y'all were talking about with Biden and the DOJ and the report that came out on investigation, Sean, when does that ever stop somebody from having a, crime, a, a criminal charges brought against them? You talking about um, if you had you talk about, you being know, talking about Biden because they said, oh well, they can't convict him because he's mentally impaired. You still charge them. 
Yeah, you would be trial, right. You what, what happens is yeah. what generally happens is you'd uh, yes, you'd still be indicted. Then you'd file what's called yeah. a motion for a mental exam, and you they determine whether you're competent to stand trial. Competency and there's a difference. People get confused about there's a difference between like competency to stand trial and like what's called not insane. You know, like whether you were insane at the time of that the act that you committed the crime. Well, that, that there's just two. There's just two well, different things about like legal insanity and competency. So like there's a, there's just a difference. Well, and I look at that, but it's, this has been a set up from the beginning with him because he's not going to be there. And by the way, he wasn't, he wasn't, um, elected. If you look at, you know, he, he hid in a basement, everything goes along his lines. But if you look at this, we do have two tiers of justice because he started collecting these confidential files when he was a senator and a vice president, and he cannot claim any type of presidential privilege. And so, anyway, it just goes to show we did a sham thing here, and we're making someone else spend millions upon millions of dollars over things that he actually had the right to house. And it just, it, it, anyway, it's an attack by think, our government when, when you, somebody that they do not want in, and it goes back to the Vladimir Putin interview. Jerry, would you think that one guy? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, wouldn't you think that Biden would have been better off being indicted than this report the way it came out? Well, I think this he lets them remove him. Okay, and they and basically, even though his wife and everybody else wants him, he's going to be removed because he's going to have a uh, Mitch McConnell uh, defrag moment on the stage, and his wife's going to come up and walk him off and say, due to health reasons, we're going to have to remove him, and voila, they're going to select somebody by the uh, Democrat convention. If they indicted him, then they'd have to go through the process of uh, charging him, and he might step down, he might not, because he's being run by other people. But this has been the thing since he first announced a president to run for president and Rush Limbaugh was still alive. He said the fear he had was that there were going to be five or six people, run unelected people, running the country behind him. Valerie Jarrett, Obama, they all live in the same house in D.C. They've got a war rooms, And then you got Susan Rice that are doing the same things. But once that Tucker Carlson interview, it's about two hours, and, and you, you – you know, unless your hair is, you know, dyed completely blue, I know you said you're down the middle, so half blue and half is gray or something, whatever. You, you'll, I hope you see the same thing. But y'all, great, great show. Very in-depth. Enjoyed it. And uh, the mental impairment you were talking about, I think that's a diagnosis for most uh, liberals, isn't it? Yeah, right. That, that's what we're all, we're all crazy. That's it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not crazy. Merely a parent. I'm just That's right. There's a competency and insanity. Thank you, Thanks, man. Yeah, you know one thing, Sean. Let's pat ourselves on the back here. When we mm-hmm. get into topics like this, I like how deep we get into them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot to be said for. I enjoy rapid fire stuff sometimes, and I think watching sports reaction shows on ESPN over the years. There's a lot of those groomed us to, and 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 sport news talk. You know, mm-hmm. conservative just news talk. They have thirty second boom, boom, boom. It's very fast paced. There's a place for that. I like being able to peel this onion back and have a real conversation, and take mm-hmm. it from different angles, and take calls and have a real conversation. It, it helps me try to have a better understanding. I also think it's keeps it keeps keeps us all from being less adversarial. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Which is, I think, you know what. uh I think you, you and I have been reading about that, hearing that on podcasts. That's kind of what the country's kind of in the mood for now. Everybody's sick of the we've yeah. got, we've we've hit our adversarial quota for the decade. Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I still like a train wreck, yeah, a car wreck or whatever. When it's, when I'm not involved, like you like to see it. 
and you and you're like, oh dang, you know, man, he just he he just ripped him a new one, or she just, you know, whatever. I enjoy. It. I don't seek that out anymore, though. No, I know. Uh, you know me. It's so weird. It, you, you, I know, it's um my whole mind has changed over the last like a seven six seven years about the way I, you know, I think we simply is like you know when we talk about how if there's a shooting and one side's rooting for the other person's side to have done the shooting, yeah. you know, like like it it now nowadays like when I see something happen Biden yesterday. You know, the, the way I used to be looking at like, oh, God, let's come up with some excuses for this. Like, yeah, there must be. Paint the narrative. Now, yeah, paint the narrative or whatever it is. And nowadays, I'm just looking at things that, like, I don't know, middle, we call it middle of the road or just reality. And whether it's on the right, too, because I I call, like to call that out just as well. I'm just not dug in on anything anymore. I guess that's the way I'm putting it. I'm just not dug in to where it, it is I'm it is it is indefensible way Biden responded to that last night or what his mental condition is. And there's just no other way about it. There's no other argument like he's okay. You just can't – everybody can plainly see that. So I'm not going to sit there and paint a narrative like, oh, the president is perfectly fine even though he called the president of Egypt the president of Mexico well, in his response to his memory lapse report. Well, to, to your point, I'm going to play this. We're going to go straight to the break. This is Jeffrey Tubin Tubin um, being outraged at the special, special counsel put that stuff in the report. And this is exactly what being dug in on the wrong side sounds like. At her put in some of that stuff in this report that had no place in that. There is no reason why this report had to be 300 pages. There is no reason why this fairly straightforward case had to be treated this way. And the uh, I mean, this was just like what James Comey did to Hillary Clinton when he supposedly cleared her of the use of classified information and then talked about how reckless and terrible she was. You know, the job of prosecutors is to put up or shut up. If you have a case, bring your case. If you don't have a case, shut the hell up or say as little. Do you think he's playing politics? I absolutely do. You know, Merrick Garland picked a Republican prosecutor, a someone who worked for Donald Trump. I don't know why Merrick Garland chose him. Democrats seem to have this idea that if they pick Republicans for these tough jobs, they'll get some credit for it. It didn't work with James Comey, who appointed by a Democrat. It didn't work um, with her. And I think this was um, there was no case to be brought here. But her did his best to damage Biden politically. I want your reply on the other side, Sean. I'll let you close us out. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's this weekend. Check out tomorrow night. They've got DJ Hayes from 9 p.m., till close i don't believe there's a cover charge either so get out there enjoy some great pizza and hang out late for some great tunes it's like retro dj night at acme pizza and daiquiri fan and mart on the res open 4 p.m till midnight daily sean uh your response to them being mad that they put a republican on that uh special counsel yeah and i think this goes for each way if you're the other party you need to appoint the um other side to investigate you. And the reason I say it's not about getting credit. It's about getting everything out. And the other side is going to go looking hard, hard at you. You need somebody to investigate it, and it looks Nailed fair. It. Nailed it. We're done. Thank you. Yeah.